Good evening, folks. This is Kate Mack coming at you from Halifax, Nova Scotia. I hope everyone is having a great holiday so far and is looking forward to the new year. It's hard to believe that 10 days has passed since my break started and we're now officially on the countdown to 2023. Wow, where did the year go? I don't know about you guys, but I spent a lot of time this holiday being still after an action-packed fall. In fact, I even turned my phone off completely for a few days just to relax and catch my breath. Yeah. And if you've listened to my podcast before, you know I often visit Truro, my hometown. So shout out to Truro. So over the break, you know, I... I did what everyone does typically when they go to their hometown I visited my family I went for runs on the Cobbquid Trail and listened to lots of great music old and new of course and for entertainment that was quite easy I just turned on the television and there was cheers every day all day (laughs) I don't know if anyone else saw that Uh, they had this channel that featured cheers every day all day and I have to say it was was pretty funny because if you went to the gym, what would be on the televisions at the gym? Cheers! (laughs) Um, Cheers is this old um, comedy sitcom from the 90s and I have to say it was kind of refreshing to see all the innocent, uh, playful humor on that show. Um, Yeah, so it was a great holiday. I'm home now in Halifax and it it was a great one and... uh, you know, it's hard to believe 2023 is uh, in a f- coming up in a few hours here. So again, for those of you who are new to this podcast or listen to my previous episodes, you're aware that it's been quite some time since I recorded. And in my previous episodes, I talked a lot about the divisive role social media can have on society and the notion of information overload features on featured on various new ne- news networks and outlets on social media. And I talked about the old days of Walter Cronkite telling it like it is, and you know today with the mul- multiple platforms and the s- types of spin networks place on today's news. It is a brave new world, <laughs> um, you know now. I don't condone burying your head in the sand or hiding inside a shell like a turtle, you know, but rather asking yourself how much, how much is too much? Where did this source come from? And is this information true? Yeah, being a critical thinker. And, you know, I actually gave up Facebook this year. I was... I was actually quite surprised how freeing it was. I I thought I'd want to go on it again really soon at some point. I thought I'll just do this for a month until till work ends and I've got some free time. But when my vac- when when summer came, I actually loved being off of it. You know, and I think that social media platforms are important and play a crucial role in advertising art, businesses, and for keeping in touch with family and friends and. I really enjoyed social media from that angle, but personally, it's been very freeing for me. It's been a liberating experiment, so to speak. And what I've found 
is that I'm less stressed and I have more time, more time, period. Most people say that money is the most valuable thing in life. But if you ask me, it's time. Giving people your time and people giving you their time. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's where the classic expression actually comes from. Time is money. <laughs> yeah. So what was what's what's kind of funny is this what was kind of funny this year is that because I'm off Facebook, all but three people remember my birthday. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I pride myself on having the same birthday as Gordon Lightfoot, um, a legendary folk singer from Ontario, uh, Canada, but I'm actually not much of a birthday person. That's my line. I have the same birthday as Gordon Lightfoot. People are like, oh, that's pretty cool. (laughs) Um, So I mean, you know. I'm not much of a birthday person. I could care less, and I don't want to know how old I am. You know, I, everybody wants to know. All these forms and documents online want to know when your birthday is, where you're from. You know, I, you jump on the elliptical at the gym, and the machine wants to know how old I am. I mean, that's too much personal information, if you ask me. So... You know, November is always a time of year that's impossible to celebrate anything anyway. In university, you always had exams and papers due, and everyone is trying to close shop before the holidays start. So I'm quite content to not celebrate my birthday. As long as your best friend and immediate family members remember at some point within a two-day window, that's nice. You know, yeah, it's always nice when your family, closest family and friends remember, but it's not a necessary uh, thing for me. Um, So that's my commentary on social media for today. But please understand me. It really is a personal decision I've made and I harbor no judgment whatsoever towards social media users. And, you know, who knows, I'll probably rejoin And see you all in Facebook next year. We shall see in the upcoming year. So let's let's get things going. Today I'm going to talk about the powerful role art and education play in informing society and empowering individuals. Education is something you possess and that no one can take away from you. And you never know when it's going to come in handy either. You know, just to be clear, you know, education is knowledge, and knowledge is attained through many life experiences of trial and error, and by simply taking the initiative to remain informed and to be informed about global and local events and issues, my opinion. And art is also something that plays an essential role in informing us on how people think and feel. If you have no platform for that, or no real form of human expression in your society's artwork, your, dem- your democracy is in trouble, I believe. That's, yeah. And um, 
before I get into the meat of my podcast, I want to say on a side note that I'm happy to say that in the past few months, I've come across some local artists that have really inspired me. I can't speak for them, and I can't name all of them, but I mention these artists because they really force one to stop and think. That is art and talent, if you ask me. I recently ran into a friend who goes under the name Cave House. That's C-A-V-E-H-A-U-S. He's a really talented piano player and singer. His videos can be found on YouTube if you want to check him out. Or if you just want to listen to some awesome tunes. He's, he's wonderful. So let, getting into the meat of my uh, podcast today, my episode on the topic of education, I want to bring light to an article I read over the holiday about homelessness in Canada and the United States. It was released on December 27th, 2022, headlined, The True Scale of Homelessness in Canada is Being Undercounted. It's an article um, done by CTV News Canada. It featured an interview with Howard Keiko, a professor at Harvard who says that statistics stating that over 35,000 people in Canada is a severe underestimate and that 600,000 up to a million and up to a million in the United States are homeless on any given day. He expands his discussion later on in the interview by firmly stating that homelessness is really a humanitarian crisis around the world, so to speak. And I felt that his discussion had a lot of substance and was very informative on this devastating issue and event and you know he talks about how we really need to conduct better surveys and get to the bottom of why people are homeless and you know what exactly do they need and you know what can everyday people do right and he talks about people falling ill even before the pandemic and experiencing a multitude of issues around that event alone and then he discusses our current situation with you know, inflation and the devastating effect the pandemic has had. Um, yeah. Um, but what I, what I really found inspiring and interesting was his opinion on how to combat homelessness by, by taking a unified approach from every echelon in society. He listed, you know, private sectors, faith-based faith-based sectors, public health care, education, you name it. He says, we've got to work together. And he plainly states at the end of his interview that the amount of homelessness in North America is unacceptable and that it ends up affecting everyone because how we treat others or address our societal issues says a lot about who we are and where our values lie. And obviously I agree, and I think everyone would agree. Um, So I felt that this was a serious read and uh, an informative one for sure. Um, So, you know. So on the topic of art and the important role it also plays in keeping us informed on what's going on in society, so to speak, 
I came across a documentary that really inspired me on the serious issue of homelessness, again, entitled, His Name is Ray. It's a true story of a homeless man named Raymond Martin in Toronto. It was written by Scott Montgomery and Michael DeMonte. It was released on April 22nd, 2021, and the trailer's on YouTube if you're interested in checking it out. So in a recent interview on CTV News, Del Monte reflects on driving by the same homeless man every day for months. He then continues in telling his story about finally stopping one day to talk to him. He finds out his life story and that this gentleman had a very different life before he ended up on the street. Uh, panhandling. Panhandling. And apparently this documentary is self-funded. Uh, they had a grant of $10,000 from like a Ted Rogers fund or something like that. And, and But it's a truly inspiring story. What a, you know, I really like that. And, um, you know, on a side note, and speaking of the powerful way film exposes and address, addresses important issues like these is another true story that came to mind when I was, when I was reflecting on, on this documentary. It's a story about a girl who became homeless at the age of 15 and got accepted to Harvard. And the name of this film is called, it's not, it's not a documentary, it's a film based, it's a movie based on true events. It's called Homeless to Harvard, The Liz Murray Story. And it was released in 2003 and uh, is very inspiring. So I highly recommend watching these films if you haven't yet. I know, I know today's topic was quite serious, but it's relevant, it's certainly on my mind, and I'm sure it's on everyone's mind. And it's, you know, a societal issue that needs urgent addressing. So, uh, around the world, um, and in, our, in North America. So with that being said, I hope this year is a happy, healthy, and prosperous year for everyone, wherever you are, and whoever you are. I, I do like to laugh at myself, as you know. Uh, so far, I'm off to a good start, approaching 2023. Today, I learned how to return a package from Amazon. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I find learning how to do things takes time. You know, things on the, you know, technological things takes time, and it's not even useful information. It's just how to do something. <laughs> so... I used the online instructions, of course, and requested a pickup, but no one came to collect it. Boo-hoo. <laughs> and then I called Amazon to figure out what was happening. But that was a disaster, of course. And every time the machine asked a question, I got angrier and more frustrated and angrier until I stopped myself in realization that I was having a fight with a machine. <laughs> I mean, who does that? Who gets into an argument with a machine? Um, so I almost abandoned the quest up until now, today, when I, I finally had time to think about it. I thought, who would know how to do this? Someone's got to know. I asked my friends at work. They're like, I don't know. Figure it out yourself, Kate. <laughs> um, no, they didn't really say that. They're just like, well, I don't know. Like, um, But no, I, I thought, UPS will know. Aha. I called UPS and... 
explain the situation. The employee said, oh, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what to do. It's happened to me and many people who've come in here with packages from Amazon and other, you know. It was so it's funny. I just went up the street, walked up the street, brought my package in, 75 cents total for the printing fees of these forms that they needed to attach. Presto. There you go. I'm saving money already this year. So, and you know, it's like this all the time with big companies and different cities that you visit. Like if you if you want to know how to do something in a different city or a foreign country, just just ask the locals. They'll tell you where the good restaurants are, where the best food is, entertainment. Don't don't ask don't ask the concierge, you know. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So on that note, I better sign off and wish everyone a happy new year. And, um, you know, I hope this year will be, again, will bring peace and prosperity to all. Mm. Best wishes for 2023, everyone. And we'll hopefully be talking to you sooner than later. Bye-bye for now.